J-Mac, good Saturday to you, sir. Eagle Nation, good Saturday to you. We got a signing, a linebacker, John. Uh, Kaiser White, what do you know about him? He came over from the Chargers. Uh, Eagles finally make a, a signing. I don't know if you can call it a splash, but a signing. What do you make of it? I think it's a good signing. Uh, McCungy, Pennsylvania kid, for those who like Lehigh County. So uh, there's that part of it, uh, but that's not <laughs> – it's not why it's good. College safety at West Virginia, uh, sort of like the modern NFL linebacker. The Eagles have tried to do it, haven't had much success with Nate Gary, players like that. He was a safety at Nebraska. Obviously, he was not well-liked uh, in Philadelphia at times. Uh, for his play, they tried it last year, which Kobe Stevens is a six-round pick, and he's still here, but obviously it's – you know, it's a transition, obviously, when you try to do that. So Kaiser did it from West Virginia and, you know, uh, did it well. Uh, he had a really good year last year, really good year. 144 tackles, I think, which was top 10 in the NFL, uh, two interceptions. So he's sort of that <clears throat> modern undersized linebacker who can cover, uh, and that's what people are looking for. Uh, and to me, at least on paper, it looks like a really good compliment to T.J. Edwards because T.J. is kind of the old school, 240-pound uh, uh, right. downhill run support thumper. Now you have the guy who can run with backs and tight ends to sort of complement him. So this is a pretty big deal. I mean, it's second wave of free agency, and this is where the smart teams kind of uh, pull away from the not-so-smart teams where you get the deals, and this is a deal. But, you know, one-year, $5 million, which is – and we'll have to see the details, as I always tell Jody on uh, Birds 365. But that's that's not bad money for a linebacker. That's a clear indication that they like this player. Uh, um, he's going to be a starter next to T.J. Edwards. Um and you can probably forget about linebacker in the first round of the draft. So I put that on Twitter. If you're Jerry Robinson, you probably can't pop the corks right now, but you can buy the champagne. Right. Because exactly. the Eagles that, aren't. That leads me into my next point. Yeah. It's a it's a Howie-esque one-year, five-year deal. He's a 26-year-old player coming off his best year yet. He's 6'2", 220. Like you said, he's kind of one of those tweeners. Uh, do you see – I think it was Jeff Kerr who put out – I could see this guy being a linebacker in Philadelphia uh, in the future if he plays like we're expecting this year. Yeah, that's the hope. I mean, TJ is young. He's young. Uh, and if they do complement each other, like uh, what I just talked about, the potential, you could see those guys being around for a little while. If you go back to – you know, if you want to look at the film, if you want to look at uh, – pro football focus grades because Alex Singleton got a lot of tackles as well. Uh, he's now in Denver, but at times had some issues and like Barrett always says 10 yards behind the line. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't like him. Um, so, you know, tackles don't mean that much, but you know, they, they graded TJ Edwards as the 10th best off ball linebacker in the NFL. I don't think people realize how, how well TJ played last year. Well, Kaiser white was 20. He wasn't bad. So if you think about 32 teams, right. you got two off-ball linebackers, 64 teams, uh, 64 guys uh, as starters on 32 teams. Number 10 and number 20 isn't bad. That's pretty good if you ask me. Now that leads me into my next point. 
the Eagles and this fan base are so notorious for this position. Now we have Kaiser White. We have TJ Edwards. And I hear rumblings. I know you've said it, that the organization still likes Davion Taylor. How does this linebacker room going into 2022, and this is leaving out the NFL draft. I know pretty much everyone that's done a mock for the Eagles has gotten them a linebacker somewhere, first round, second round, third round, wherever you do it, where you take it. How does this room compare to, uh, say, other linebacker rooms in the NFL? Are we starting to get to a point where it's it's a good yeah, room, because it's not a weakness on the team? It is, and, and you add Hassan Reddick as the starting Sam linebacker. Right. So if you go back to last year, Xander, it was, you know, it was basically Alex Singleton, uh, Davion Taylor, and TJ Edwards inside, Jannard Avery outside, with a little bit of Patrick Johnson as that Sam linebacker mixed right. in. Now you're talking about Edwards, who was sort of developed uh, and come on, uh, Kaiser White, who's a proven player, Hassan Reddick, who's a proven player. That's a significant, significant See, upgrade. Two of those spots at, at the second level, uh, significant upgrade. So, yeah, I mean, there's not too many ways to look at this and say it's 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 a bad move, unless you know you're one of those people that's gung ho on getting Nicobe uh, Dean or. Devin Lloyd in the draft. If you want one of them, your dreams. Yeah, you're out of luck. You're not getting one. But you were out of luck anyway. So, you know, at least you have a somewhat proven guy. um, And the money tells you everything. Again, it doesn't seem like a ton. But for linebackers, linebackers are devalued. So linebackers, all-ball linebackers, not talking about pass rushers like Kassan Reddick, the all-ball guys, they don't get paid a lot of money. So one year, five million, that's that's pretty significant. Uh, and, and it's certainly significant for the Eagles yeah, for what they usually pay linebackers. Right. Pretty significant money. And now I think, you know, everyone coming into this offseason, even still leading into the draft, it was defense, defense, defense. A lot of people want defense. I don't fall in that camp. I look at the zero points on offense in the playoffs and I'm on offense. But how do you think? I mean, you, you just offense. said it kind of they upgraded with Reddick. They now upgraded at a linebacker. TJ Edwards is, is developed another year. They brought back Barnett, I guess, for depth, if you look at it solely like that. Is this defense going to uh, – are the excuses going to be lessened for Jonathan Gannon this year? Or, or Yeah, what? they already are because you you figure you mentioned uh, some of the defensive line. Pletcher's back as well after those sort of contract machinations. So if you think about inside, you got uh, Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, Milton Williams. Outside, you got Brandon Graham coming back from injury. Um, You got Josh Sweat, who's an ascending player. Uh, You got pretty good depth as well by bringing back a a Derek Barnett. So um, now we talk about the upgrades and linebackers. They still need another outside corner. Um, and who knows, maybe Steve Nelson is back. You know, everybody got excited when Mrs. Stepan Gilmore tweeted out that uh, the Eagles called about, about him. Um, I don't I'd think ultimately, yeah, I don't think they're going to get him, but, you know, at least you can see they're, they're sniffing around getting. What's a, what's corner. the guy like him looking for in the market right now? I know he's, a, well, I know he's an elite player and he has been, but he's older He's clearly well, not going to get problem, that long-term you know. deal. 
Yeah, so he we'll, has been an elite player, but he is older. He's post 30. So people are cautious about giving him a lot of years. So it kind of depends on, you know, I know there's a lot of Kansas City rumors today. You know, where does he want to be? Does he want to go to a significant contender? That might factor into it. How many years is he going to get? And then safety, the Eagles obviously still need to add um, a safety or two. So they have still some work to do, but they're already uh, significantly better on defense. Um, you're basically replacing Gennard Avery with Hassan Reddick, and you're replacing uh, uh, Davion Taylor or Alex Singleton with Kaiser White. Those are Those are pretty significant upgrades. Right, and I know I, I did also see this week um, the Eagles are looking to host Ahmad Gardner from Cincinnati on a pre-draft. I know that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to land him, or they maybe not, not even targeting him. It could be, you know, just no. I mean, reasons. you get top. You get, I, I could see that being an option. Sign a guy like Stephon Gilmore, draft a corner in the first round, so you don't have to throw him into the fire. Let him learn, let him develop a little bit, and then you might be set at corner because you got to remember Darius Slay, as good as he is, he's also I think he's thirty now, or maybe yeah, almost yeah. thirty-one. So you also have to think about long term. You're right. Um, you know, you get thirty visits, and the Eagles are going to use all of them. They always do. Uh, and there's certain guys, uh, Sauce Gardner, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, Jordan Davis is coming in. We found that out at the Maxwell Club. Big um, fan of Jordan Davis. I yeah, love they're him. probably not going to be there at 15. You got to be realistic, both right. those players. So um, maybe there's an outside chance Davis lasts that long because he's considered to be a two-down player, and some NFL teams don't think um, a run support player up front is worthy of that pick. But I think That's he's so talented. NFL, maybe. Yeah. I think he's so talented. He's not going to be there at 15. So – Gardner, I don't think it's going to be there at 15. So if you want players like that, yeah, you got to start thinking about packaging 15 and 16 and maybe going up a few spots. Um, so you have to put that into the equation. I still think it's more likely the Eagles go backward than forward in the draft. Um, I think it's pretty clear they'd like to you know, not use all three of these first round picks, maybe spin off one of them to get another pick in the first round next year as sort of that safety net. If Jalen Hurts doesn't develop and you have to be in the quarterback market or they could take a quarterback this year, Xander. I mean, uh, John, I've been saying it's starting to seem, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm no wizard. I don't have a crystal ball on what the Eagles are going to do, but Part of me is so conflicted on what the team wants to do. They like Jalen Hurts. They keep selling you this song and how much they like the kid. They haven't really done significant additions on offense to help the guy out, like we've talked about all week on Bird 365. Cilio beat the point in. So I can't really figure it out. I don't know. I've, I've been speculating. I think they're going to they're gonna do something at quarterback. Yeah, they might. I mean, I, I think – you know, a lot of people are focusing on Kenny Pickett because they took him out to dinner at his pro day. You know, there's that famous picture of Howie with the binoculars. Right. He went out the pit to watch him play. I think they like Sam Howell as well. People forget who was playing Pitt when, game, right? uh, yeah, when Howie was looking at the binoculars. It was North Carolina. It was Sam Howell. And maybe um, Howell falls to them and they don't need to move. Well, the thing is, 
I think you want um, the fifth-year option with quarterbacks in the right, first, so round. first year or first, so first I, round. I think the Eagles would like a player like that, but they would like to move back. They would like to move back from say nineteen to thirty or thirty-one. Best case scenario, thirty-two. Um, but you got to be able to do that. You got to have two to tango. Uh, but you want that fifth-year option. Uh, option. I think they're at the quarterback position. I think there's been sort of a sea change in the NFL. And more organizations are starting to... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Think about going to more of a college-like mindset at the quarterback position rather than pay the going rate for... An above-average quarterback in this league is now thirty-five million dollars. Kirk Cousins just got time. another year, and yeah. I mean, he's you your really want to pay of in the middle of the pack quarterback. When you start talking about Aaron Rodgers is fifty, um, Matthew Stafford's over forty. Um, that's what you're talking about. That's the and that also, John, that cripple Silly has been saying it all week. Look at Aaron Rodgers; he gets that big deal. Devontae Adams is off yeah. the team. Look at yeah. Patrick Mahomes; exactly. he signs a big deal. You know, Tyree kills off the team. So you deal with those ramifications. Also, you know, also the big money, but also the roster too. So, not that even Jalen Hurts is a bad player, but you have to start after this year. He's eligible for an extension. So. I've talked about this a lot. Do you want to pay Jalen Hurts $33 million? Let's put it that number, you know, just as sort of a placeholder. Or would you rather turn it over and start with a young quarterback and hope you develop them while you can build the rest of your roster? I don't know. It's a difficult decision to make. Well, let's hypothetically do it real quick. If, if Let's say they want to keep Jalen Hurts and they want to extend him for whatever the dollars might be. What's the best move? Is it putting another – here's my problem with what they're doing this offseason. They met, they struck out on some of these veteran wide receivers. I get it. The, the pieces have to fall for you to land a player. Ridley, we didn't know. I get it. If you're going to draft, let's say they draft Garrett Wilson, who's mocked as the number one right now, or, Dr- or Drake London, or whoever one of these top guys is. That's another rookie wideout with a second-year starting quarterback across from wide receiver one who's still in year two. I mean, these guys are all acclimating to the NFL. So yeah. you're not giving – It's you put Devontae Adams with him. He's got eight years. He's not learning the NFL. He's helping the quarterback automatically. And he's helping, guys, I mean, he's helping players on this team that are learning the NFL. Yeah, and he's helping – that was the thing with the Eagles. Like, you know, they needed a veteran – receiver to help and Devontae Smith even said it as advanced as he was for a rookie he admitted yeah I could have used more of a veteran presence Uh, and you can argue they brought in Zach Pascal, who's a veteran but you know he doesn't have that kind of skill level to be you know regarded as a peer so I think the best case scenario would have been 
a Calvin Ridley or a Robert Woods or an Allen Robinson, guys who know how to play. Robert Woods, to me, would have been perfect because he's such a great route runner. He's such a good blocker. He's just a really, really refined player. He understands how to play. He would have been Zach Pascal with talent, you know, that could yeah. help the young receivers. But he didn't want to come here. So, I mean, the Eagles had interest, and sometimes that's the way it shakes out. And we've been talking about that as well. Why don't these receivers want to come here? And I think everybody's like, you're, 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 you're belittling Jalen Hurts when you say that. No, they don't want to come here because of the offense. Now it's a little bit of a chicken and an egg type yeah. thing and say, well, is it the player or is it the scheme? So if you want to just blame everything on Jalen Hurts, go ahead. I can't stop you. But I do know personally, everybody likes the kid. So it's not like they're saying, oh, I don't want to come here because I don't want to play with Jalen Hurts. They're looking at this offense. And the way the Eagles played last year and said, I'm a wide receiver. I got to get targets. If I don't get targets, I don't get paid. You know, I'll get cut if I don't produce. <laughs> they want targets. That's all receivers do. That's it's, you know, we had Glenn Mack now on the show. He had a great, so I'll give him credit. He had a great description. It's the most selfless position in the league. They know they need to catch the football to continue to get paid. And they yeah, all I can't, want I can't hate on them for it either. I mean, no. their paycheck is tied to it. So yeah. I'm not going to, you know, I can't hate on a receiver wanting to go a place where there's a volume passer. Uh, we can't necessarily help that. So, John, we got Hassan Reddick. We got Zach Paschal. We got Kaiser White, a linebacker from the Chargers. And they brought back a couple Barnett. Cox, you mentioned Cox. I like the Cox deal because now I guess they're not tied to him further into the future where they're kicking that can down the road. Uh, what's the biggest need left? I know we mentioned wide receiver. We've beaten that bush. I know safety. There's obviously not much back there. But it does feel like there's a lot of youth. There's a lot of good talent spread across the roster. I know there's some holes. I know there's some things the Eagles need to do. But if you're – you know, if you're not beating on the quarterback at the moment and, you, and, you're, and you're okay in that situation, I think the roster is not – it's not awful. I mean, when I look at it, I don't think it's terrible. No, I think I mean, that, that wide out, but I know we've beaten that. I don't need to say that. Yeah. The, the goal every time you go into free agency is to make sure once you're finished with free agency, you don't feel the need to take something in the draft. In other words, you never want to go into the draft and say, home. yeah, I need a corner above all else, because yeah. I don't have a corner. So that's what the Eagles are doing. So ultimately, I do expect him to sign a corner at some point. Might be Steve Nelson back, you know, probably a one-year deal. Um, they did bring Anthony Harris back, but they probably want to add another body at safety. They did add Zach Pascal to add that body at wide receiver. Um, but those are the three positions. I mean, they still need a wide receiver, they still need a corner uh, opposite – outside corner opposite Darius Slay. And they still need a safety uh, to mix in with Anthony Harris and, and Marcus Epps. Those, to me, would be the three biggest needs. But they really cleaned up. Before today, I would have put a linebacker in there. Now I feel pretty good 
about the Eagles and linebacker. And I can't remember the last time I've said that. Yeah. And I, I, you're not the only, I mean, I have, you know, from what I've seen just so far, I think the the sentiment across the city that they like this signing. I mean, it's not over the top money, so there's not too much to dislike about it, but you know, I think there's good upside on the player as well. Just one question, something you just hit on that, that I don't understand as a fan of the game and of the NFL. Steven Nelson, right? I, I don't know how old he is. I get is he almost 30 now? He is. I, he is 29 or 30. So 29. Steve, oh, oh, here's my question. He was a pretty good corner for us. Now I know, I know. He's not a game-changing NFL corner. He's not, obviously, there's the market dictating that now. But what is it that he's not getting hits on them? Like, I thought he would be gone in the first week, a, a team contending, maybe need the, a second or a third, a depth corner, a good player for $5 million. I don't get how he doesn't have a market. When he played opposite Darius Light, he was pretty good for us. I mean, he didn't get picked on a lot last year. Yeah, he he was he was very good, and I think this is the second straight year. Remember, Steve, and he is twenty nine. I just looked it up, so uh, he'll turn thirty next January. So um, you know that's part of it. Uh, but he was a starter in Kansas City, starter in Pittsburgh, and it was the same sort of uh, narrative. Uh, he's a good player, not a great player. You know, people are are concerned in this league when you, you, you can't run. Uh, and when I say that I, I you know, compared to me, right, and most normal human team. beings, Steve Nelson is very, very fast compared to the average NFL corner. He's not. Um, and that's a concern. He's more of a zone corner. So you got to play a lot of zone, which the Eagles did last year and mm-hmm. they probably will moving forward. So he's a nice fit here. Uh, other teams like to play more press man. He's not a fit for that. So it all of that kind of factors into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, Steve waited a long time last year because he thought yeah, I mean, he we signed got, him. I remember we did yeah, a break two days meet, before camp. Did, yeah, right. And first practice at camp, he was a starting corner, and that's what the Eagles can offer him. Uh, what they could offer him last year, they could say, well, come in here, Steve, we can guarantee you're going to start here. Um, and then you can get back to free agency. And that's what he did. And he's back at free agency after a pretty good year. And he's not getting the multiple years and the money he wants. So the longer it goes, the better the chance is that he'll be back. Uh, but with three first round picks, I think the Eagles are going to go get a corner at some point. And whether it's uh, McDuffie, I think I mentioned uh, uh, Ahmad Gardner. I think he's going to be gone. I don't think he's going to be there. And Stingley, there's a chance he'll be there from LSU. Um, McDuffie, I think, is the cleanest prospect. I think you'll be able to get him. Um, Andrew Booth. Uh, it's a potential. I think they're going to be able seems to get to be, a corner. Some, seems to be some pretty good yeah. corners in this draft and at the top, even, even maybe late in the first round, there might be some sitting there. Yeah. I think I 15, 16, if the Eagles stay there, I think they're going to get a corner. Got it. So um, that'll do it, John. Um, we're, we're looking pretty good. I got to say, I, I don't feel too awful about, where the Eagles are this all. I know we've beat the bush on the wide receiver thing, and that's a tough scenario for the team. And I think, I think more so for the quarterback. I mean, it's one thing to beat on Jalen Hurts passing, but if you don't give him 
I mean, just look around the league, you know. Quez Watkins, I love him, but he's a, he's a wide receiver five in Cincinnati. I mean, think about that for a second. Maybe yeah, a, a lot four, of teams. Maybe. A lot of teams. I right. mean, so, on, on, most of the explosive teams in this league, he would be a wide receiver four. And he's, you know, at best. And he's a wide receiver two here. That's not good enough. Yeah, That's not good enough. They got to get better. Now you can live with Quez Watkins because he's still an improving and emerging player. If he's your third receiver, I can live with that. But you're not helping Jalen Hurts if that's number two. Now you do have to factor in Dallas Goddard because people do forget about Dallas Goddard. Dallas yeah, I'm a little is very higher good. On Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard is top five tight end in this league, so he factors into it as well. But you just need more explosive about the Eagles have been talking about getting more explosive a wide receiver for years and years and years. They can't do it because they missed on JJ, they missed on Jalen Rager. They did hit on Devontae Smith, but you know, you and I could have made that decision. <laughs> um yeah, but they need they need another guy. And you can't count on Quest Watkins to be that guy. We'll see if they go three in a row. I think I don't know. I saw the stat yesterday somewhere it was, this would be three straight first round wide receivers for the yeah. eagles i don't i don't know who the other team i think it was done in 03 to 05 i forgot probably detroit i think detroit, it was, yeah that, that might have been it i forget yeah. who it was but we'll see yeah. what they do at wide receiver all right j mac kaiser white is a philadelphia eagle the linebacker room gets bolstered with another young talent uh, i'm sure we'll talk about it all week long on birds 365 have a good saturday sir thanks Andrew. all right brother Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.